Like you been feeling good? No. No, I ain't been feeling it bad. But I thank God for being well as you. No joke right there, I'm so serious. Why so serious? A little joke. Just let her know when you want to be serious. Cause when you want to be serious, I'm going to play around. And when you want to play around, I'm going to be serious. And if we want to play around and be serious at the same time, I'm just going to walk off and be serious and playing around while I'm being serious. Because I'm just playing around because I'm never serious. Welcome to the Get to Know Me podcast. I am your host, Busy Balboa. Uh, today is May 29, 2020, and there's been a lot of stuff going on. Y'all already know about all of it, but I just needed some time because y'all know I'm an activist-ass type of bitch, and shit just get me so riled up easily. I don't get your regular riled up. I get so evil on the inside riled up. I've been over here really, 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 really angry, like not good angry. George Floyd, let's just go ahead and say his name. Um, This man was murdered in the streets of Minneapolis, however the fuck you say that shit. I never liked how it was spelled anyways, goddammit. But he was murdered in the streets by a police officer, a bunch of police officers, but one of them in particular had his fucking knee in the man's neck for over nine minutes, nine minutes, ten minutes, however many minutes. It was one minute too many fuckers. One fucking many too, minute too many. I just finished crying, bro, like, because I'm I'm just watching CNN and I'm, I'm on fucking Instagram and I'm just on all of these apps and I just keep seeing this image and it is so disturbing. And it's just so, I'm just so tired. Y'all just don't know how tired niggas is, like, what's going on right now in Minneapolis that's only a you know a small thing to what is coming. George Floyd turns out was a friend of Stephen Jackson uh, Senior, <coughs> which um, is a ball player, and um, they they look like twins. Like literally, they call each other twins. Um, you know he he was an, he's well known ball player. And they look just alike, like literally they look just alike. So for him to um, have actually known him, best friends with him, send him clothes and stuff for job interviews and stuff just here recently, it's really picking up even more. Um, now that, you know, celebrities are getting involved and people actually know this guy. And it, it's just, even just the image of it, I mean, that alone is enough to make people just get involved because, I mean, it's a fucking person with a knee in somebody's neck while they begging for their life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I honestly, I just, I, it seems like I'm on here every day talking about this shit. It seems like I never stop talking about this shit. Even whenever nobody's talking about this shit, I'm talking about this shit because where I grew up in South Georgia, like, this shit is so common to see them do stuff like this, like, we saw it with our own eyes, it wasn't no social media or nothing, you know, we we saw it for ourselves, didn't need, we need a, um, old folktale story about it, because we saw it for ourselves, and, you know, now that I live over here in Cali, a lot of people, they ain't never seen that shit before, they don't, they don't understand it, that's why it's people in this world that talk about Blue Lives Matter and all of that, because when you grow up in places where you ain't you really got a lot of black people and, and you ain't really black yourself or you don't know nothing about this struggle, then of course you're not going to see it the same way because you ain't experienced it. You know, I done been pulled over by the police out here and they nice as hell, you know what I'm saying? I done been pulled over nice as fuck, but it's also some mean ass police out here. You know, it's, it's, you never know what you're going to get out here in this world, but <clears throat> what I saw, what I've been watching on tape, uh, I barely can even like look at these pictures and videos. It, it really got me disturbed, man. I've been rapping about this, talking about this shit for too many years. I'm tired. I'm only 31. They got me. They got us working our whole fucking life. And then unless you black, you really wouldn't understand what that work looked like. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you ain't grow up around the shit. Because a lot of people black and they they still ain't grow up around it because they mom and them thought that if they just put a polo shirt on and they go shopping at the fancy Target. 
that they ain't gonna be looked at as you know the other blacks but in reality them polo shirts still don't get y'all in the club you feel me y'all still not a part of the white culture <laughs> if that's a thing you're not a part of the white culture you still a nigga at the end of the day they still gonna look at you like you a nigga so it's a lot of black people that they they try to act like they don't understand what's going on just because they mama had them at the target in the nice neighborhood they like let guys let's pray for the cops too fuck praying for some fucking cops man ain't nobody praying for them damn blue lives matter more than anybody lives fuck that they don't need no damn prayers they good they life already matter according to y'all motherfuckers shit I ain't praying for them motherfuckers. And I, I really hate that this shit got me so angry because it really is stirring my pot. Like, I'm up here with my tea. <sighs> Girl, y'all don't even want to know. I've been over here doing my best to just stay out of the bullshit. It make you want to go to the dark side of the spiritual world and have them shitting out little men and stuff, shitting razors out of their booty hole. And make you want to go to that dark side of, you know, of voodoo and, and be like, yeah, I'm going to have all y'all motherfuckers fucked up. How about that? But I'm going to stay over here on the good side. <laughs> and I'm just going to use what I know to protect myself, my family, my people. I'm going to pray to God, my God, the God that I know. Uh, and... um my God is powerful and mighty, and we're protected in the name of Jesus because I believe in that. And, you know, I also believe in whatever you guys believe in as long as it's not negative. <laughs> you know, God bless us all. But at the end of the day, I know who's in charge. And I know that um, the God that I serve, them people that all these people that got all this evil going on in their heart, Man, God got a way, man. <laughs> God really got a way of making your enemies your footstool. I done seen it. I ain't a person that's just repeating nothing out of the Bible. I'm not just repeating nothing that was told to me. Oh, boy, have I seen it several times, over and over again. Against big organizations, little, little organizations, one person, two people, a group of people, a damn dog, whatever. I've seen God make my enemies my footstool. It don't happen when you want it to happen. It happens when it's supposed to. And who knows how that's going to look. You feel me? Because God is in control. God is mighty. And God is powerful. And if you really read your Bible, there's a lot of crazy bad stuff going on in there. A lot of bad stuff going on in there. But God uses a lot of the, the people that you really would least expect as God's favorite people to use to bring a lesson out, to bring some awareness and to let his name be known, how powerful he is. See, y'all looking at black people and all of these people that you're killing, you're looking at them like, yeah, they beneath us, they beneath me. Your life don't matter. But God got a way of using the ones that you, you least expect God has a way of using the ones you least expect to prove how powerful and mighty he is. So be careful. And not only that, it's a lot of people that are out here in the spiritual world. And our African ancestors ain't forgot what white people have done to them. That's one thing. Specifically, uh, Haitian ancestors and and you know the deep-rooted ancestors those type of ancestors you know they made promises that they would never ever forgive that's like the one thing that they would never forgive is slavery they said they never would forgive that and this is the new slavery these are the new slaves that's standing on the side watching not wanting to get involved they acting like they don't see it man fuck all that we got other stuff going on new slaves the white people, well, I'm not racist. I just, uh, you know, I, I just was at the park with, you know, Bob and, and I was talking to Bob about it and it, we're, we're upset. You know, we're, we're not racist. We never have been, you know, I have Letitia that comes over and she does my, um, canvases <laughs> for my living room. She paints and I, you know, I have friends that are black. I've never been racist. 
okay, we got the new slaves and the new slave owners out here. And everybody got a mask on. But these masks wearing off. Because all of us got a mask on. And we can still see through your mask. Literally and figuratively. We can see through that mask. And I'm just letting y'all know that if you are of any other race and you claim that you support me and you're my friend and I have not seen you talk about this, I haven't seen you be loud, bold, upset, angry, pissed at this, you are no longer my friend (laughs) and you need to stay away from me, okay? Because you're a part of the problem. We have to get everybody pissed off and upset with this shit. It's the only way. Black people didn't start the NAACP on their own. Slaves didn't get the freedom on their own. Majorly. But it wasn't just all by themselves. It was some white people that were getting in the mix, that were getting tired of the shit. Of course, they didn't want to really let it be known that they was helping. You know how white people do. It's still going on. Well, I don't believe what they did to George was right. But, okay, what you doing about it? Have you called that 612 number that Sean King put up? Because I have. Have you signed the petition? Because I have. Like, what are you doing? Have you posted about it? What are you doing? Because, you know, we can't do everything. We ain't we ain't in Minneapolis, so we can't do everything. But we can do what we can do. And I'm not seeing anybody um, say anything. I'm not seeing you guys speak up. You see how they do. They had all them white people on the state capitol with guns and shit. Mad because they couldn't come outside and go to the beach. Now you got black people out here that are protesting and just other people in general that are protesting about what happened to an innocent black man. <coughs> and they, the fucking Minneapolis police, if you go on their Instagram... This, the National uh, Guard, they got the big tanks with the goddamn chopper at the top of the motherfucker. Like, they really finna go to war with Afghanistan or some shit. With Hong Kong or some shit. No. They just want to silence us. Donald Trump gave him the red flag. Or the green light, whatever you want to call it. He said, um, whenever the looting start, the shooting start. And Walker actually got the nerve to say, oh, we'll need to be doing this and that, nigga. You the same nigga that made fuck the police, first of all. Shut the fuck up. I hate when niggas get on here and forget where the fuck they come from. Like, nigga, we ain't forgot none of that shit. <laughs> I ain't saying that you can't change, but come on now. You know what it is. Like, don't act funny. Don't act bigoty. Like, y'all don't know what it is to live black out here. To have this skin out here. These motherfuckers don't like us. Point blank, period. And until you start getting fucking crazy on their ass... You're not going to see any change. Just like my friend Anissa said. I had to post what she said because she really had me um, hyped up this morning. She said they ain't going to stop beating up. They ain't, you, the only way you get a bully to stop bullying is if you beat their ass. They was cutting their slave owners' heads off, killing their whole families, and leaving. These are groups of 10 slaves. Okay? Nat Turner was that almost had a rebellion. There were several rebellions before the civil rights movement. Several riots. These are well documented. Don't be confused. Don't let people confuse you into thinking that we've always, always been peaceful. The only time you get a bully to stop bullying you is when you whoop their ass. When you show them that you no longer want to sit down and want to die or let them tease you or whatever. It's the same thing. I love that. The only way to get a bully to stop bullying you is if you beat their ass. That's so true. Shout out to my girl Anissa. But real talk, man, like, all these people are saying, oh, this ain't the way, peaceful protests. Okay. Everybody know that black people are the most peaceful people ever, really. Like, we are very peaceful. We always try to be peaceful. We always try to adjust the situation in peace first. A lot of times, whenever you see black people being violent, it's because they, they done been pushed to their limit. They done tried to be reasonable. I've seen it. I'm black. I see it on a day-to-day basis. I see girls that's friends with each other. They do business with each other and everything's good. One day some bad business happened and they try to get it handled. They message them, you know, privately or whatever. 
over and over again and then all of a sudden the person ain't responding the way that they tr- they supposed to respond or they feel like they need to respond or whatever it gets a little spicy next thing you know it goes public they don't like each other next thing you know they doing shit to each other in person fighting at the local club fighting here and there we've seen it that's how this shit happened also a lot of times whenever black people are um you know going at it with each other it ain't nobody to call to, res- you know, to resolve it. They have to resolve it amongst each other. And we, because of, you know, a, our history, we are very violent people. You know, we can be peaceful. I feel like it's like this. I feel like we come in peace all the time. We have very sincere hearts, but we can get super violent because of the oppression and because of, like, just not having access, just not being in a position not even knowing your worth. Like, whenever these people just see the same stuff, they don't know their worth. They don't know that they can go get it on their own. They don't got to rob this guy. They don't got to kill this guy. You don't know your worth because you've been oppressed for so long. And it's nothing. It's like nothing. Like, y'all ain't never been to the hood. Y'all ain't been to the hood. Well, it's like five people in, in a house and one person working. These people trying to make a living and... You know, it's money and people sick and it's bills and all kind of stuff. And you're just trying to make a way. I could give you real life scenarios, but I just don't even feel like it because I really want the point to be more about the new slaves and the new masters. Like, I really want the point to be focused on them. I really don't want to take y'all down, you know, the black experience because no matter how much I try to explain what it's like to grow up in the hood, to grow up deprived in poverty, to grow up black. Nobody ain't really going to get it unless you've been there, unless you're in it. And it's sad because I want y'all to feel this. I want y'all to understand. I want y'all to feel this, what I feel in my heart. But you just will never. You never will. And like I was talking to my friend who's um, androgynous, if I'm saying that word right. Because y'all know I don't be pronouncing shit right. But, um, you know, she was talking about how people... We had to fight against, you know, these cops and stuff for the land. And she was like, it's totally different, I know, but it's still, it's like we all are dealing with the police in a different way or the government. And I said, yeah, like, but I'm sure if y'all could have came to some type of resolution with the land, like, hey, this is sacred land, you know, if y'all could have came to some type of resolution about the land, then that would have just been that. I don't know what the come to terms with with my skin color and my demeanor like what is it about me that they don't like how can I come to terms well what are we supposed to agree on am I supposed to like not exist is like is that better how do I stop existing because it seems like to me they just don't want us to breathe they don't want us to exist that's what it seemed like to me because every time I turn the tv on <clears throat> it's like you're going above and beyond to kill somebody that ain't did nothing to you but exist. They just there. You never saw them there or whatever the case, and now you see them, and now you're freaking out. What the fuck? What movies have y'all been watching? Like, who's put this shit in y'all head that black people can't live where you live? Like, where else the fuck are we supposed to be living? Like, what what year is it? How many years have we been free, allegedly? <laughs> Seems like zero. It's almost like whenever, like, uh, it's almost like, you know, kidnapping somebody and then, like, keeping them in the house for their whole childhood life. And then once they become an adult, you send them outside and say, you know, all right, y'all, y'all, you're free. And then they get out here and they, you know, they live in their life the best that they know how because they really were stripped of a lot of their history and they come out and they they live in life the best that they know and you don't like the way that they're living you don't like the way that they're moving around you don't like the way that you they're they not like the rest of y'all they're not operating like the rest of y'all so you're like hey man you need to get it together i'm gonna lock your ass back up i'm gonna kidnap your ass you know have your ass back locked up and you're like, bro, I'm, what am I doing? I just, I'm just here. Like, you release me, and I'm just existing. I ain't doing nothing. Yeah, but I ain't like the way you, you, you looked when you crossed the road. So, you know, keep on doing what you're doing, and I'm gonna lock your ass back up. <laughs> it's like, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? 
it's annoying. I've always said I don't even, I don't even know. With me, I'm a woman. I got that. I'm black. I got that. I'm gay. I got that. It's like fuck. <laughs> no title is scarier than being black. Being a woman is not as scary as being black. Being gay is not as scary as being black, which is crazy. <laughs> which is crazy because it's it's like it's almost like parallel a little bit because it's like I can't control who I love, nor can I control my skin color. But nowadays I'm more likely and even in general, always you've always been a little bit more likely to be accepted gay versus black, in my opinion. Like, I've always been black and I've always had an issue. Whenever people didn't know that I was gay, my life was good. But I've never been able to hide that I was black. (laughs) I've never been able to hide that I was black. You could try. I don't know how. You could try. Maybe you could do it over the phone. But eventually you got to see the person in in person. So I don't know. But what I did want to do is I wanted to make the phone call with you guys. Because that's just the type of bitch I am. I'm going to lead y'all by example, of course, every time. So we're going to make the call together. I've been trying to get through to the number, and I haven't. And the number we're talking about is 612 612-324-4499. Sean King, and thank you so much for making this call to get justice for George Floyd. Friends and family called him Floyd, or Big Floyd, and he was from Houston, but had just moved up to Minneapolis for work. In a minute, I'm going to connect you to local and state officials to demand justice for George. But first, let me give you a quick breakdown of the case. On Memorial Day, in broad daylight, in the middle of the street, At least four Minneapolis police officers arrested Floyd, handcuffed him, then put him on his stomach, which is dangerous all by itself. They then sat on him, putting over 500 pounds of pressure on Floyd, including directly on his neck, as he begged them to let him breathe. They didn't let up until he died. Even then, they kept the pressure on as people screamed for them to get off of Floyd. So far, the police chief has called on the FBI to lead in the investigation, assisted by the Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension. The FBI will be looking into civil rights violations by the officers. All four officers have been fired, but they haven't been charged. And what I know is that the only justice we're going to get is the justice we fight for. We're demanding that the Hennepin County attorney, Michael Freeman, that's the district attorney, we're demanding that he arrest and charge all four officers in murdering George Floyd. I'm about to connect you to the officials who can make these decisions to bring justice to this family. Whether you're able to connect to a live person or you're directed to a voicemail, I need you to tell each office that we're demanding accountability for all of the officers involved. Remember, be respectful, but be kind and firm. These calls matter. Now, don't hang up after the first call, even if you get a voicemail, even if you leave a voicemail. You just press the star key, and it'll take you to the next office and the next one. <coughs> you can do this. Okay, whenever you're ready, just press the star key to get started, and I'll connect you to the first office. Okay. We're about to connect you to one after the other, to the offices of the county attorney, and then all the other targeted officials. Remember to press star to be connected to the next office. Don't hang up, just press the star key. 
We are now connecting you to the Minnesota Office of Minnesota State Patrol, Lieutenant Travis Schopp. Sorry. Lieutenant Travis Schopp. Is not available. You cannot record a message for... Lieutenant Travis Schopp. This mailbox is full. Welcome to the State of Minnesota voicemail system. If you are a subscriber, press the pound key now. To reach a person, enter their 10-digit number. Listen, you're doing a great job. And in the case of Breonna Taylor, of Ahmaud Aubrey, of Nate Woods, of so many people that we fought for, these phone calls have made a big difference. Save this number, but stay on the line and talk to as many officials as you can. It matters. We are now connecting you to the downtown Minneapolis office of Main Office Police Precinct 1. Nobody ain't, ain't uh, got no voicemail or nothing. None of the people that you really want to talk to. Lieutenant Scott, the first precinct. Mike Freeman. We are now connecting you to the Minneapolis office of city council member Jeremy Schroeder. Jeremy Schroeder. Glad y'all on here with me so y'all can hear. Nothing. Then it just get quiet. Listen, you're doing a great job. <laughs> and in the case of Didn't Breonna even give Taylor, me a voicemail or an Aubrey, option or nothing. Nate Woods, Jeremy Schroeder. So many people that we fought for. These phone calls it's crazy. make a big difference. Save this number. We'll call stay all day long. Talk to as many officials as you can. My you goal manage. is to talk to a person or a, really a voicemail because I got a whole speech. Crime Prevention Police Precinct 1. I got a whole speech. I want a voicemail. Hello? The party you have called must fall often. At extension 2923 is busy. You may leave a message or transfer to another extension. To leave a message, begin speaking at the tone. When you have finished, push star, then pound, or just hang up. To transfer out of expressions, push zero. Michelle, this is the only number I've been able to get through to. Uh, my name is Casey Bryant, and I am demanding accountability for the four officers that murdered George Floyd. 
uh, we would like you to get this message to anyone in charge, Mike Freeman or whoever you need to get it to. Uh, this, this is not something that is negotiable. This is not something that we're willing to wait on. This is something that we demand. And, uh, you know, people have been peaceful. People have tried to be peaceful. And I understand that there's a lot of chaos where you are right now, but be on the right side. That's all I can say. Be on the right side. Do what's right and get this message to the people that it can get to to have these four officers arrested. It's important that you be a part of the resolution and not a part of the problem. If you all want to see these type of things end, nobody wants violence. Nobody wants to see all of these innocent people dying and all of your nice property and stuff being damaged over there. But at the end of the day, look at that video, look at that picture with that neck, that, that knee on that neck and tell me that you, you don't see that evil. Like you got to see that evil. Michelle, I know you see that evil and I'm demanding it. I know that you have it in you to do the right thing and to let these people know that they're wrong. You can be the voice in your whole family. You can be the one person that changes everything in your whole family, the whole generation. But it takes somebody. And I know that it could be you. Think about it. If you had this skin, if you had to walk around with this skin every day and you're getting accused and murdered and all kind of stuff for nothing, just for existing. Could you live like this? Could you really live like this and then expect people to really just be civil and peaceful? How long? How much longer? How many years of this do we have to go through? I demand accountability for the four officers that murdered George Floyd. Listen, you're doing a great job. And in the case of Breonna Taylor, That's off the top of the head, y'all. Nate Woods. I got my other speech. I didn't know that that shit was about to come up. These phone calls have made a big difference. Yeah, she need to be the difference, Michelle. I got through to Michelle. I didn't catch her last name. We are now connecting you to the Minnesota office of MSP District 2500 main office. Thank you for calling the West Metro Minnesota State Patrol District 2500. If this is an emergency, please hang up and dial 911. The office hours are 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. I'm trying to be respectful and not cuss, but y'all know I want to fucking go crazy. Please call driver and vehicle services accident records section at... No, but we fearless. Fuck this. Fuck an accident. Fuck all all that. Press one. Bitch, I'm talking to somebody. Hello, this is the Minnesota State Patrol. We are open from Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Please leave a detailed message, including your case number and a phone number where you can be best reached, and someone will get back to you as soon as we can. Thank you, and have a great day. You cannot record a message for... I bet I can. Jessica Zimmer. This mailbox is full. Welcome to the state of Minnesota voicemail <laughs> system. I was about to give it today, yes. Press the pound key now. To reach a person, enter their 10-digit number. I don't know nobody down there. Listen, you're doing a great job. And in the case of Breonna Taylor, of Ahmaud Aubrey, of Nate Woods, of so many people that we fought for, these phone calls have made a big difference. Save this number. Justice for Breonna Taylor, too. Talk to as many Shit. officials as you can. It matters. We are now connecting you to the Hennepin County Office of Managing Attorney for Victim Services, Lolita Oloa. Lolita Alvarez or something like that. Okay. That office was busy. Don't hang up. Just press the star key to go to the next office. <coughs> You're doing a great job. And in the case of Breonna Taylor, of Ahmaud Aubrey, of Nate Woods, of so many people that we fought for, these phone calls have made a big difference. Save this number, stay on the line, and talk to as many officials as you can. It matters. We 
is this number is 612-324-4499 y'all remember that number I ain't catch the last officer so. People scared to do something like this. It's just making phone calls. People scared shit. White people hired me to do this to get fucking other white people to come in and spend money at they stole at T Mobile and fucking black people and all that. They called me they had me call people to get them to come in and spend money. That was my job to call people and get them to come in and spend money. Bitch, I'm gonna call all these numbers all the time. Cause that's what I know I know how to do. I know I can use my voice. I don't want to fucking keep calling Listen, this number. They ain't picking up. You're doing a great job. And in the case of Breonna Taylor, of Ahmaud Aubrey, of Nate Wood. Fuck all of this bullshit. So this shit got me riled up. Like, nigga. These phone we got it. I got to get fucking drugged up today. I'm not a good influence for y'all. I got to get hot as fuck. Because, bitch, I'm irritated. We are you to the North Minneapolis office of Main Office Police Precinct 4. One of these precincts ain't gonna answer because they burnt the fuck down. Pussy hoe. This is emergency. Please hang up and dial 911. Please listen carefully as our menu options have changed. I know y'all probably tired of listening to this shit. But. I just really want y'all to hear me putting in that damn word. I'm not just gonna talk about it. I'm gonna be about this shit. I don't know what the fuck. I'm gonna stay on the line, ho. Y'all hoes fucked up. You have reached the city of Minneapolis for the police precinct. If this is a get me to the people. These people is not answering. They scared as fuck. Y'all see, I'm, I've been on this phone for how many minutes? Fifteen. I ain't talked to not one human. Got one voicemail. And called fucking three sticky note pages worth of numbers. Four. We are now connecting you to the Minnesota office of Majority with Liz Olson. I don't even know what Majority something. And a lot of these got more than one place on the paper, too. Liz, do you really stand for these people murdering black people unarmed for no reason? Do you really stand for that? Like, can you really sit in that office all high and mighty and go home to your, your probably your whole family look just like you? Can you really just keep doing this and, and feeling like, oh, we're not affected. It don't bother me because it ain't me and my family. Like, how would you feel if it was you and your family, if it was you that was down on that ground begging for your life? Begging for your life, saying you can't breathe. How would you feel? I need you to say his name, George Floyd. I need you to say his name to Mike Freeman. Every time you see Mike Freeman, I need you to say George Floyd until those four officers are arrested and held accountable for murdering him in the middle of the street for no reason. That's what we need you to do, Liz. Liz Olson. We appreciate you for doing it because we know you're going to do it. Every time you see him, every time you see Mike Freeman, every time you see your family members, you're going to say Black Lives Matter. I, I really appreciate that. So, yeah, that's what I'm calling for, to demand justice, demand accountability. 
for the four officers that murdered George Floyd in the middle of the street. And Liz, I know you're going to be the voice for me. I know you're going to get this message to Mike Freeman, and I appreciate it in advance. And I know you're going to be the voice for me amongst your friends and your family members, too, with all of that racist conversation come up and all of the racist activity, all of the fear that everybody have. No need to fear. We're just humans, just like you and your family. So go ahead, call Mike up, let him know that we tired. He talking about he don't see enough evidence to, to put any charges. Well, if you can't tell that what they did to that man was pure hate, pure evil, just downright the fuck wrong. Imagine how long will it be? You know what I'm saying? Like, how long will it be? People get fed up. Soon we ain't none of us ain't going to be safe. None of us. We might as well come to some type of resolution now. And and the first step is getting these people held accountable. Y'all keep on letting these people pass Minneapolis, Minnesota. Y'all got to be the first place to let them know, hey, we ain't finna have this. Lock them all up, all four of them, especially the one with the damn knee on the neck. Casually. You really can look at that picture, that, that video, and really just be okay with it? No. I know you better than that, Liz. You got to be better than that. What's in your heart? What do you believe in? You can't be believing that this is right. This is horrible. The worst shit I done seen. And I done seen a lot of horrible shit because y'all keep on murdering us, your people. All the little cops over there, all the cops in the world. You need to have some type of course, some type of plan in action for these motherfuckers that are afraid of people for no reason. They don't need to be there. They don't need to be working there. Liz, if you're afraid of me just because I'm upset and I'm using these words, then you don't need to be there either. You need to be downright pissed off at what's going on. Because at any time, it could be any one of us. But with me, because I have the same skin, it could be me a lot quicker than you. Because from the sound of your voice, it sounds like you are not black, Liz. It sounds like you are one of the white people in this world that probably don't feel like those officers are wrong. And I'm hoping I'm wrong about this, this feeling I'm getting from your voice, but that's just what I'm picking up. I'm picking up that you, you're, you're white. And if you are white, then I hope that you're not the white that's on this side of hatred, like your, your president and these cops that murdered that man for no reason. I'm asking you to get my voice, my message to Mike Freeman. We can't sleep. We can't sleep in our house. We can't go outside. We can't go to the store. We can't travel. We can't do nothing. We can't breathe. Goddamn. We can't breathe. What the fuck? Liz, are you going to be the voice? Are you going to be the one to get this shit to stop? Because we need somebody to stop this shit. You could be the first one. You could be the first one. I tried to refrain from cussing and stuff, but I'm coming at you in a real way because I'm tired of y'all being afraid of us. You need to understand how we talk, how we feel, how we act. We're not a threat. We're just humans. I need some change, and I need you to get this message to Mike Freeman. Listen, you're doing a great job. And in the case of Breonna Taylor, of Ahmaud Aubrey, of Nate Woods, of so many people that we fought for, these phone calls have made a big difference. Save this number, stay on the line, and talk to as many officials as you can. It matters. We are now connecting you to the Hennepin County Office of County Commissioner Debbie Goodall. I've reached the voicemail box of 612221-8734. Sorry, that mailbox is full. Thank you for calling. Goodbye. Listen, you're doing a great job. And in the case of Brianna Taylor... Ahmaud Aubrey, of Nate Woods, of so many people that we fought for. These phone calls have made a big difference. Save this number, but stay on the line, and talk to as many officials as you can. It matters. We are now connecting you to the Minnesota Office of Assistant Minority Leader Josh Heinzeman.
proud representative Josh Heinzman. I am his legislative assistant, Sam Moyer. You leave a brief message with your contact information. We will get a hold of you shortly. Thank you. Record your message at the tone. When you are finished, hang up or press pound for more options. Sam and Josh, did you see the video? Did you see the video of George Floyd being murdered in the street? For no reason. There's no reason for that. I'm asking you guys to be my voice. Sam and Josh, I need y'all. I need y'all to get in contact with Mike Freeman and let him know that me and you guys, Casey, Josh, and Sam, we demand accountability for the four officers that murdered George Floyd. We demand it because we're tired of seeing innocent people being murdered in the streets for no reason by people that are supposed to be protecting and serving. I know that you guys can't sleep at night just like me. I know it got to be hard. Whenever you can't even be in your house without wondering if a police will shoot you through your window or break into your house and say, that, oh, I thought it was mine and kill you. Or just put their fucking knee on your neck for nine minutes while you scream, you can't breathe, and you beg for your mama. Like, when are people going to see this shit and say, you know what, this ain't fucking right, and I can't be quiet no more? When are people going to be upset? I see all of the fires. I see all of the, the, the destruction going on over there. And, yeah, that ain't going to solve too much, but I, it damn sure got y'all attention. It damn sure got everybody's fucking attention. And I don't want to see it get worse, but so much anger is built up in my body. I can only imagine what the people feel, what the family feel. Y'all talking about pray for the cops? How? How can we ever get to the point where we say blue lives matter when y'all still ain't even understanding that the black ones matter too? Who's going to protect the people that are being fucking targeted? I know who. Two people, Josh and Sam. Y'all are going to be the two people because y'all are going to get this message to Mike Freeman and let him know that he needs to hold those four officers accountable. If we keep sitting back letting this happen, it's going to get worse. It's a snowball effect. This shit is going to keep getting worse. It was it was like cute in the beginning. Oh, we didn't know what he was doing in this neighborhood. We shot him. We had the marches. Everybody was peaceful. And now we moved on to the next thing. Now it's, I'm not doing nothing. Knee in the neck, nine minutes. Nobody wants to be peaceful anymore. Everybody wants war, even your president. So imagine what it's like to be black right now. You guys got the luxury of only having to worry about COVID-19. But me, oh boy, so much shit piled on when you're black that you guys wouldn't even fathom, you don't even know about. I need y'all to be my voice and get this message to Mike Freeman, the district attorney, and let him know that charges need to be filed against these people for murdering George Floyd. The man did not do anything to deserve that. It's horrible. Just picture your fucking face on his body for one minute and imagine what that would be like. It's fucked up. It's fucked up in the middle of the street for everybody to watch. It's all over the TV, everywhere. Everybody saw it. How would your family feel? You got kids? How would your kids feel? How would your mama feel? Your daddy, your brother, your lover? How would they feel? Huh? We need justice. How can you go to work, sit there in that office every day around all of them, them murderers? And your president calling the people in the street thugs, y'all sitting there with murderers. All of y'all, you know them, your best friends with them, probably eat donuts with them. You need to call these people out. You need to call your family members out. You need to call everybody out that is fucking sitting back and watching this shit. Everybody need to be upset. Listen, you're doing a great job. And in the case of Breonna Taylor, of Ahmaud Aubrey, of Nate Woods, of so many people that we fought for, these phone calls have made a big difference. Save this number, stay on the line, and talk to as many officials as you can. It matters. We are now connecting you to the South Minneapolis Office of Investigations Police Precinct 3.
I wonder how many people even made it this far. Listen, they ain't even answering my phone. I ain't gonna wait on you. This is going to be the last one I do because we're running out of time. y'all so we're gonna we're gonna stop for now um add this to your contacts 612-324-4499 uh put it in your phone as justice for george floyd we're gonna call that number again but i just wanted to come on here today because i really needed to um, I've been just so angry. I'm going to be back on uh, tomorrow. But today I just really needed to come on because I'm just, like, tired. I've been over here trying to think of, like, what all I can do from where I'm at, <coughs> excuse me, to be proactive. And uh, I don't know. You know, I've been doing a lot of different shit. I've been calling the numbers, <coughs> posting about it. I made two songs. <laughs> Um, I did some other stuff that I don't want to share, uh, but you know, it's been gloomy the past two days outside. So it already let me know what's working in the in the sky. It already let me know what's going on in the world. Um, it's just too much, man. You know, like in the middle of a pandemic, we still got to deal with this shit, man. Like we still don't even matter. I was telling y'all niggas when they was doing that shit in China, like not letting niggas eat in China. I was telling y'all niggas, I was like, if they doing that shit over there, they gonna be doing that shit over here. Niggas didn't want to hear me. Niggas talking about, oh, that that's their problem. Them people over there that's in China, they ain't even black. They Africans. That's what niggas was telling me. And now look, I told y'all that shit. It's, everything is a snowball effect. I told y'all that shit was going to come over here. It never left from over here. Like, if those people over there are going to get treated like that, we're going to get treated like that, too. Because everything's a mirror. It's a mirror. Whatever you see, it's a reflection. It's a reflection. And it's bouncing off from somewhere. It came from somewhere. It didn't just fucking sizzle. It came from somewhere. So, I'm out of time right now, but don't worry. I know this called, I mean, this, uh, <laughs> this, this podcast was a little different. It's just mostly us calling. But... The one tomorrow is going to be real good because we're going to be talking to one of my friends that has a big insight on what's going on. And, um, you know, we're just going to be boots on the ground. No more talking. We boots on the ground. So I thank y'all for listening to this. I just wanted to show y'all that I'm actively doing things that I that I talk about. I just want to show y'all that I am really bothered by this so much so that I'm trying to find ways to be a part of a resolution without going out here and hurting nobody or getting myself hurt or hurting myself or whatever. <clears throat> I'm trying to figure it out. As I'm going, I'm going to give y'all the juice, but trust and believe me that this is the start. I know that we've had so many conversations about what will happen. What will happen? Black people, they're going to get tired of this now. It's over. 
it's over. It's no more they're going to get. It's no more. Soon stuff going to be. It ain't no more of those conversations. The time is now. It's war time. It's over. It's war. We. It ain't no backpedaling. The only way now is through the way that you're getting it. Like, it's going to be violence. It's going to be a lot of holding back. It's going to be a lot of finances that people are taking back from people. I'm telling you, like, things are about to get tight. Uh, we're here. We've arrived. We're in, we're in the land. We're boots on the ground. I'm telling you what I know. <laughs> I'm scared for everybody because we could have solved this. We could have nipped this in the bud with Trayvon. We could have nipped this in the bud with Sandra Bland and all of them other people. We could have nipped it in the bud. We could have got this thing right with Eric Garner, Philando Castile. We could have got it right with Oscar Grant. We could have got it right with all these people. Tamar Rice, we could have got it right. It's crazy that I don't have to Google. I just know these names. I don't even have to Google, bro. I don't even have to Google, bro. I don't even have to Google, bro. Like, <laughs> I always ended with spread love, peace, positivity. Nipsey said, ain't no more stay safe, stay dangerous. YG, one of them. I'm feeling a little bit of both right now. So, keep spreading love, peace, positivity, but stay safe, but stay more dangerous than safe. <laughs> like, Get guns, man. Get Try to get them legal, but if you can't, don't let that stop you from getting one. <laughs> like, get guns, get knives, get whatever. Load up. I'm not provoking violence, but I'm also not provoking pussy-ass nigga shit. I'm, I'm not one of the new slaves. I'm not about to stand on the side and watch this shit. You damn near got to beg them to stop being slaves. I can only imagine what it was like back in the day. Man, put it down. We free. What are you doing? Still picking cotton. Master gave me an extra slice of cake today, man. I don't want to run away. They washed my blanket. They washed my blanket. It ain't been washed in two weeks, and they let me wash my blanket. I ain't trying to run away. Niggas comfortable. Niggas like this shit. They like being slaves. <laughs> New slaves. Well, white people, I don't have a problem with them. I listen to EDM music, and I always go to Coachella and play the band music. But then, yeah, y'all motherfuckers is new slaves. All the white people, the new masters. You want to fucking do your savage challenge. You want to dance. You want to follow all the rappers. and You always got something to say about Kodak Black and all these other shit. You always got something to say. You always in black people business, always telling black people what they need, what they want. But... Whenever this type of shit happen, y'all quiet. Y'all ain't got nothing to say. You always in black people business. Any other time, y'all in black people business. Got something to say about black people business. Bill Cosby should stay locked up. R. Kelly isn't an artist. You have to separate the artist from the, from the crime. Y'all always got in black people business trying to tell us what to do. But with this, y'all ain't got nothing to say. My Asians, we always at the fucking Korean barbecue. We always getting our hair and nails done. What y'all did in China. Told us we couldn't eat, couldn't even get a fillet of fish. Where y'all at? I'm always at the, the, the fucking sushi place, eating edamame, garlic edamame, and all that shit. Where y'all at? My Hispanics, whenever they was trying to say all of this shit about y'all, you know we was on it for y'all. They made fuck Donald Trump so quick. Hispanics, they make that song to represent Hispanics. Blacks made that song to represent Hispanics. We did that. We always doing that. We always doing that. Where are y'all at? New masters. Y'all the new masters because you're quiet. You got something to say, but not not right now. All my new slaves, y'all got something to say, but not about this. Y'all still talking about shit that don't matter. When are they going to start back playing in the NBA? When are the NBA games going to start back? Oh, nigga, so you don't see this, this man right here begging for his life. Okay. I see y'all. New slaves. New slaves, new masters. Only got like fucking 50 seconds, so I'm going to get off this thing. But I just wanted y'all to see. I'm calling. I'm doing what I got to do. Today, you might catch me in 
an undisclosed location because that's how it's going to start being. Niggas going to have to be private because niggas going to have to start striking. <laughs> like, today I'm on the move. I'm, I'm, I'm putting some work in, in every day. You feel me? But I love y'all, man. Stay safe. Stay dangerous. Fuck them. <laughs>